right, all right. That's it, that's it, that's it. How you like that new intro? Try to do something new. You know, Gabe always have me on top of my game because you know what? It's always game seven with the Commission Radio Show. We always try new looks and everything. That's the reason why we try the new look with the white, the white, the white backup chairs and the clear, you know, the clear, as we used to say back in the day, the, the clear nodders, you know. But, you know, everything in America is not clear because we're going through a lot of problems in this U.S. of A. You know, the only thing united about the United States of America is its name. That's it. But, you know, one thing is for sure is Saturday. The Commission Radio Show, loved by many, hated by few, respected by all, second, second, second to none. So we're going to be talking about things local this time around. I want to, uh, first of all, send a shout out to uh, the two sisters that were involved in this uh Massive overthrow of the United States government. I know y'all been checking it out. You know, I know you've been checking out Sister Ruby Faye, you know, up in uh, Atlanta, GA, you know, you know, where the president of the United States, like I just said, the only thing united about these states is the, the name, the United States. Well, you know, uh, Trump put a, a hit squad on her, made her not go to work, man. You know, it's pretty hard when the you know, you can go ahead and say the reason why I don't want to go to work is because the president is sending people out to kill me. But that's the truth. That's the truth. And if you think I'm lying, this is not no hyperbole. What it is, is it's the real talk. And it's real talk because I saw it in the hearings, the January 6th hearings. Hey, you got to do something else other than, you know, buy it for love, which, you know, shout out to my girl, my girl, Lawana Patterson. You know, the little girl from around the way, from Carter High School area, bid for love, you know, bid for love, rather, bid for love. You may have seen that. You may have seen that. You know, you may have been downtown and you saw it. You may have been seeing it on BET Plus, written by Arthur Jordan Muhammad, you know, another Carter High School alumnus. Check it out. Check it out. Check it out. Check it out. Bid for love, you know, but I'm biding my time talking about this because I've been hanging out with a lot of movie producers lately been hanging out with them and that's the reason why I want to go ahead and talk and have our first guest to call in. He'll be calling in a couple of minutes but I want to say right now you know what I've been doing I've been hanging out a lot at the African American Museum. That's right Dr. Harry Robinson and the folks over at the African American Museum I've been hanging out with them because on the site of the African American Museum you know I'm a historian you know historians always be bringing up old can't say that because, you know, we may have some young folks listening in and they be saying the commission's cussing and everything, not cursing, because in Oak Cliff we don't curse, we cuss. So, but that's the whole deal about this with the Negro Hall of Life, because when we built that up, they, you know who they are, they tore it down. But as Maya Angelou once said, still I rise, and it is now the African American Museum on the exact site where that building the Negro Hall of Life was at, hey, still I rise. Man, what do you think about that, man? I got all that done just like that. Just ran it through just like a Mike Tyson fight. Like a Mike Tyson fight. You know, it's like, it's like that, that movie I saw about, you know, who is that on that horse? What is that word they use in? Hey, do you have that clip, man? I know you don't have the clip, but you have how I came into the, the rodeo last week, right? Yeah, go ahead and play that for the folks, man. I was riding a horse, man. Check it out.
Can you hear the volume on that? No value. All right, we're back again, and that's how I came in last week at the well, the well, the Texas, <laughs> the Texas Black Rodeo, at the uh, you know at the African American Museum. Shout out to uh, Dr. Harry Robinson and all those folks that was there. I was one of the grand marshals of that, so that's the reason why. You're seeing that 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 was up close and personal. It doesn't get any better than that. The commission radio show way. We uh, been doing a lot of work lately. Uh, been with uh, Lindell Singleton and King Hollis, who have been doing uh, the rise, the the uh, documentary about the Negro Hall of Life. So uh, rising is going to be seen and shown at a place near you because I'm going to make sure it happens. I'm going to make sure it happens. So it was on KERA this past week, this past Juneteenth weekend. So it was on KERA, and I've been working with the producers, and they will be here at the studio coming up soon. Coming up soon, they will be at this studio. So that's what we will be doing, and that's the reason why I want to send a shout-out to those individuals that are that are in the, the uh, documentary the in the documentary are a lot of people that you are familiar with dr harry robinson's in that document documentary dr marvin delaney is in that documentary as well congresswoman eddie bernice johnson is in that documentary uh donald payton is in that documentary so they are in that documentary and a few of them will be right here next to me in the upcoming weeks, I want to go ahead and send a shout out to them and let you know on a teaser, is what they call it, on a teaser, that they will be here. And also, Arthur Jordan Mohammed and uh, Lawana Patterson, uh, neighbors of mine, Bid for Love, Bid for Love, which was on BBT Plus. But now, as we get ready to talk about the next documentary, that uh, I'm going to be affiliated with. Let's go ahead and get that phone. Let's see who we have. Is that who we looking for? That's me. All right. Okay. So we have uh, online with us now, Edwin Douglas. How you doing, brother Douglas? You doing okay? I'm doing great, man. After spending a wonderful moment with five good brothers today. All right. You got that picture, man? All right. Got five good brothers. So, so the folks that are listening in right now, they are looking at now on uh, Facebook Live. They are looking and also YouTube and also soon Roku. They'll see uh, see this as we're talking about it now. We're going to be talking about what we did earlier this morning. What a busy day this morning. Uh, what, what's up, Mr. Douglas? What's going on? Well, first of all, I want to say thank you for it. Everybody to tune in in the Ed Gray, the commission show, uh, to listen to this special episode. Um, but what's going on, we had an opportunity to come together and support uh, the film, my first film, Life is Funny. And for those who've been following me and Ed Gray, Ed Gray did a wonderful job uh, as um helping them putting this show together, this documentary film, and um, that's what we did today. All right, Doug. What was your, your impetus? What, why did you decide to do the film? 
Well, you know, as an attorney, um, you know, I, I've done underground film, but it wasn't mine. Um, I perform. Um, been doing stand up for twenty years since uh, two thousand two, and wrote a book. So what we decided to do is come up with a platform with radio and and writing a book. And for those that uh, who have not had a chance to read the book, um, we also open up other avenues to do the documentary film uh, so people can, you know, continue to follow my journey. All right. So how long did it take for you to come up with the concept of... Uh uh, of the documentary, uh, and and I was greatly honored to to be in that documentary because I, I understand I'm gonna get a movie credit uh, for that. Uh, is that right? Co correct. And but to answer your question, how long? Um, I didn't know how soon it was gonna take place. But after I had written my uh, ebook, and we also have paperback book during the pandemic. Then, uh, after I had several people read it, when they, someone had said, hey, man, this ain't just no book, you ought to do, this is a movie. They didn't say documentary. They just said, this is a movie. And I thought maybe the first step is to create a documentary film, my first. And um, I said, hey, let's, let's do this. All right. Say, it was, it was great hanging out with you. Um, how did you pick the individuals that were going to be uh, in this documentary? Because I, I, well, I, had, I had met a few of them, but I hadn't met all of them, and we, we all blended so well today. Well, remember I said earlier in, in the film session that when you gave, gave me my first interview over a decade ago, um, I told you, hey, I knew one day that you would be a part of a film. I ever put one together and that's where the thought process came but the confirmation came when several people have read my book and say hey, you gotta go ahead and do a little film or a movie so it didn't take long I mean the thought process was there about a decade ago when you invited me on your show for the very first time but the confirmation came a couple of years ago when I wrote the book and I remember that so it was about two years. I remember that day I invited you on the show and and uh, you, you you informed me that you were a comedian so I made sure to introduce you to another comedian. Who was there with us on that first show? That was Shucky Ducker Quack Quack, you know, um, one of Dallas, probably the Dallas uh, first own. Of course, we had Nanette Lee, but I want to say that Shucky Ducky was probably the first Dallas own if I'm not if I'm not making a mistake I think he was the first Dallas own stand up comedian yep and he from was Dallas. Yep. from Dallas yep. from Dallas from Dallas from Oak Cliff and a lot of people don't know or uh, uh, they don't know because they weren't there like you were that Shucky Ducky was a regular on the commercial radio show he was one of uh, one of my uh, folks I had Beside me on the on the show, gave you a note that didn't you? You, know, Nate, you see what you involved me with? That's why I don't want you messing up, man. Yeah, I don't want you messing up. <laughs> and you know, we have Dave, a you're killing me, man. You're killing me. Part of that history is in chapter one in my book. Would you, you got to send me? A lot of people don't know the history. 
They don't know the history. They don't know the history. That's what Mama used to tell me. Say, you don't know the history. That's the reason why we got you here now. So you can tell them the history. So when can we expect to see this doc out? We're looking at the the trailer to come out in August, but for the documentary film, um, we're looking at between Thanksgiving and Christmas. And before we let it go to Amazon, uh, Hulu, and Roku, and also Netflix, I'm going to create something that nobody has thought about doing, creating my own app. And, you, and people can tune in to my own app, uh, get it first um, from uh, Your House uh, Plus Film. And we'll keep everybody posted. Your House Plus Film. My own film production, my first film producing, writing. And, hey, this I'm looking forward to it. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing it. I'm looking forward to uh again to working with you in any kind of way to to grow your brand because this is what this is about your family has meant a lot to me because i've known your family since the 1970s uh, 1970s because your father was one of my favorite teachers in middle school uh so hey you're, you're family to me so i appreciate it edwin i really do appreciate so you it was 1977 76 75 ninety-seven-five. All right, man. That was pretty good, man. It's Gabe. That was pretty good. Didn't you didn't see that coming, did you? <laughs> but folks at home, you know, Gabe just got, you know, Gabe's in. He, 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 we we elevated. We we drafted Gabe high. You know, the new producer. We I I told him I said I moved up to draft him. You know, like in the, in the NBA, they just finished the NBA draft. You know, when you move up in the draft to get somebody because you, you, you want this player, so you say, I'll give you this player plus a future pick. I, I, that's why I got Gabe. That's why I got Gabe, so he can do what he do. So we're coming up at 450. On the 450 mark, we're going to run some drops, and we'll be right back. We're going to drop some more knowledge about what's going on. We already talked about what's going on nationwide. <laughs> that's like a commercial. Since they're not here to pay us, we're going to drop down local to your hood and my hood because we're all good. All right? Let's play a couple drops. Hello, everybody. This is Anthony Vaughn. I'm the founder of the Irving branch of the NAACP, also known as the John Wally Price of Irving, Texas. And I'm here to welcome you to tune in to the Commiss Show, hosted by the infamous Mr. Ed Gray. Hey, this is Cheryl Smith, and when I'm looking for news and information, I tune in to The Commission on Saturdays. I got so much trouble on my mind, refuse to lose. Here's your ticket, cause the drama get wicked. The clue to you to push the back to black attack. So I sack and tap and slap the mac. Now I'm ready to mic it. Hear my favorite tism roll 
Hello, this is Chris Howe, the Chris Howe Foundation, and the founder of In the Huddle with Chris Howe. You know, I really enjoy listening to Ed Gray right here on the Commish Radio Show. If you need empowerment, you need encouragement, and you need information that's going to help you to move to the next level, then you need to listen to the Commish Radio Show right here. Hey, you know, whenever I want good Cajun food, I go to Thibodeau's, located at 107 North Cedar Ridge in Duncanville, Texas. They're really hot, just like the Commission Radio Show in Thibodeau's. Hot is this gumbo. We will see you later at Thibodeau's. What's up, beautiful peoples out there? It's your boy, Maul, a.k.a. Cool Pop Watson, baby. Make sure you check my man out. Three to five every Saturday. Commish Radio Show. Make sure y'all come check my man out. bit you know i get so hyped up when i'm talking about my peeps and everything want to send a shout out to uh, a brother that i've been known for a long time since 1960 well wow 67 uh diego grace i i I see that he's on facebook want everyone to share it diego gray is listening in and uh, Tashana Jenkins is listening in. I see you. I see you. I did, did, but you know, but I need y'all to share it because Gabe, what do you think about the way IG and Facebook doing me, man? Man, you, they be playing. They playing me like a two bit. Can't say the word. <laughs> Can't say the word. But you, you catch everything I do. You catch my movie references all the time. Oh yeah, man. yeah. You catch it all the time, but because you observe it like that. But you know that's what it is. But. Uh, we, we we drop this history on people all the time. We play our local music because uh, we play our local music because we don't want Facebook to to ban us out. So we play our local music like Mahogany, the artist Herbie Johnson, Rob Holbert, you know who are going to be at the African American Museum. Uh, the summer music under the dome, you know, check it out and uh, the price. It's set for you, folks. It's set for you and it's set for me because Dr. Robinson understands that you don't want to spend $5 for gasoline. You don't want to do it, but you know, guess what? This is free. This is free. So, you know, hang out with us. And yeah, where you can hang out with us underneath the tree and complain about it. And, you know, while you're there at the museum, you know, drop on in and see the exhibits they have at the museum great exhibits they just redid the museum inside i was stunned i was amazed i was shocked and everything but you know i'm shocked and amazed about everything that's going on right now at the museum do we have one one of those museum clips we can put up there so the folks can see what's going on at the museum and i'll talk to that i was over at the museum today i began the day off as you know with edwin douglas uh participating in a documentary uh, you know hey you know uh, about his life and you know life is funny life is funny that's the name of the documentary it will be out this thanksgiving and you'll have the opportunity to see me in a documentary i'm helping out with several people such as king hollis and lindell singleton on some other documentaries that are upcoming in the dallas fort worth area and also rising the negro hall of life so we have that uh, going on as well, but over at uh, 
uh, the African American Museum. Let's make that uh, a large where we take me off screen and so they can just see it by itself. I want them to see gotcha. the people that are going to be involved at Tula Sama. Uh, Tula Sama, the South Dallas Book Fair. Tula Sama, the South Dallas Book Fair. It is the Southwest African American Experience in Books and Story. So you'll be able to see uh, some of the, the great, I'm not saying they're good because they're better than good. You have to be from good to great. I know all about that, from good to great. So we want you to go to the African American Museum and see that beginning August 19th to the 20th of uh, August in the, the year of 2022. That's, that's, that's in the six more weeks. So we have writing, art workshops, open mic, poetry, theater, book signing, children's activities, and much, 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 much more. And the parking. You can't beat the parking. It's free self-parking. Now, I know you, you know, you go through South Dallas. You ain't got to worry about somebody saying, park here, park here. Gabe, you don't know nothing about that going to the fair or anything like that when they say park right. You ain't got to worry about that. You ain't got to worry about that. You can take that one off and go back to me. So now, you ain't got to worry about that. You can go right up to the museum, go up to the museum, get you a parking spot, then walk across the parking lot. Nobody going to try to hem you up and ask you for a buck or two to pay your park or anything like that. You can just walk right on in. Tell them Ed Gray sent you. And while you're there, Dr. Brian Hotchkiss, who I've uh, spoken to, I've spoke to him just recently, Dr. Brian Hotchkiss, uh, he will be uh, on uh, the, he will be here as well, and he will be uh, one of the, the people as, as well that we will uh, be interviewing on the stage. We will be interviewing him on the stage as well. So that's what we have going on with that. So that, we got a lot going on, a lot going on, and we're going to keep it moving because that's the way we roll on it. So that's the way we roll on it because that is the only way we can roll because we are only going up and not down because if we stay down, we will be further pushed down. So that's what we got going on. We're going to play some music right quick, play some of our local music so Facebook won't push us off the air because we want you to share this. But we also want you to join the YouTube channel that we have. We're trying to get some more listeners over on YouTube. We want to we go ahead and make this uh, a, 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 an experience that you will all see and behold. So we're going to talk about the book fair when we come back. But we have to go ahead and roll up with some of our local music because that's what we promise our folks we do. So uh, go ahead and play some local music. Relationship 
Say You Love Me. That's it. Say You Love Me by, uh, you know who it's by already. Can you see? Can you see from Dallas, Fort Worth? Well, she's not from Dallas, Fort Worth. You know she claimed Fort Worth more than she claimed Dallas. You know that. She's from Fort Worth. I'm just trying to claim her because I like her music. But I can claim the first one because that's my daughter. That's, uh, hey, that's my daughter. You can go ahead and uh, play, play that one for sure because that is, uh, well, that's Janelle. And then uh, who do we have on the third, the second one? Yeah, you, you, you squeeze that one in on me, squeeze it back again. Yeah, that was uh, Aeons featuring Can You See. There you go. That's, so you love me. Yep. All right. So we got Aeons in there twice, and you know you can always catch her in the Dallas Fort Worth area, in the Dallas Fort Worth area. Said Dallas, right? Where you'll be able to understand what I was saying. Sending a shout out again to Dr. Brian Hodgkins. Uh, Hodgkinson. Uh, so I uh, want to send a shout out to him as well. Again, on that, we want you to uh, uh, get his book. Uh, look it up, BK Hodgkins. I, I keep rolling this stuff fast. I, I need to slow down, slow down. But BK Hodgkins, I say Hodgkinson before my forgive me, brother, frat, forgive me. BK Hodgkins, Dr. Hodgkins, because uh, we have him here. For the Tulasama South Dallas Book Fair, uh, I uh, was instrumental in, 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 in reading this book and telling Dr. Robinson about the book and saying, you, you, you need to read it because it's a great book. My Black is Exhausted by Dr. B.K. Hodgkins. So uh, uh, that's what we, uh, we want to go ahead and have you to read the book as well. It's on the Commission Book Club. We always say, as Brother Malcolm used to say, the best place to keep a secret for a black man and a black woman is to work, put it in the pages of a book. But if you put it in a book, hey, you get the book, get the book by Brother B.K. Hodgkins. Uh, that's a frat. That's a frat. It's a frat brother of mine as well. But regardless of that, regardless of that, you know, take a look at that. So 
we are, are, are doing a, a, a lot of work in the community. Uh, we, we're just running through what we are doing. And it is fast-paced, just like I'm talking fast-paced. I have all of these uh, newspapers out, the Texas Metro News, the Dallas Examiner, the North Dallas Gazette. I have them all out because this is where I get some of my information for them uh, to inform you of what's going on in the community as well. Uh, you have that Cheryl Smith drop? Cheryl Smith. Yeah, play that Cheryl Smith drop for a minute. Give a shout out to Cheryl Smith of the Texas Metro News. Hey, this is Cheryl Smith, and when I'm looking for news and information, I tune in to The Commiss on Saturdays. I got so much trouble on my mind, refuse to lose. Here's your ticket, See, you know, what's really important about uh, our black dailies, or shall I say our black weeklies, because they come out weekly, is that they report information that you don't get, you don't receive. That's the reason why I always say I am the real CNN, the Commission Nation Network, where we receive and we give information that you can use because they don't care because they're not in our hood. So, you know, this is what I used to do. I want to bring it back. We go through the newspapers, and we got this from uh, Tom Joyner from back in the day where he would just go through the newspapers to see what's going on in the newspapers. But this is a way in which we can hype up the newspapers as well. So, you know, this is what we're talking about. Uh, Texas Metro News, Opal Lee continues to fight for freedom a year after Juneteenth becomes a national holiday. You remember years back when people say that she should just be careful and, 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 and just stay at home, but she said, no, I got to get out in the streets because that's where the people are at, because we need to move Juneteenth forward instead of it just being a, a holiday for us. It needs to be a holiday for all of us. And now the grandmother of Juneteenth has made it into a national holiday. So now we're looking at Texas Metro News again. We're looking at that. I want you to look at this Black Like Me. Gabe, have you heard that Black Like Me before? I have not. I need you to take a look at that. I'm always talking about reading books and everything. So read Black Like Me. It Black Like Me, it's an article, uh, an article that was written by Vincent Hall, a dear friend of mine, formerly of a... Uh, a large telecommunications company, I'm not going to say their name, but it begins with an A. But since they're not paying me anymore, I, I, don't, I, I shouldn't even say that name. But anyway, <laughs> Black Like Me, uh, that's his article that he recently uh, did. Quit playing, Vincent. Quit playing. He's doing it. But, but Black Like Me is a story about John Howard Griffin, who was from Mansfield, Texas, who, who flipped over. A white guy flipped over made sure that his skin could get tanned real deep and hard and pretended to be black to know about the black experience. You know, the whole deal about that was it was very useful for him to know about that. But, you know, I go through that every day. But I'm not saying or belittling anything that, uh, that, that uh, you, you know, Mr. Griffin did because it's great that he did that because it's a great book. Take a look at it. It was a classic book. 
It was written in Mansfield, Texas, and you didn't know anything about it. But guess what? Some of you did, but now you'll be able to tell others that we all know about it. Dallas-based African-American filmmakers bring legacy story to life. Ah, that is about rising. That's, that's what we talked about earlier. That's what we talked about earlier. And the, uh, the uh, filmmakers for Rising will be here in this studio. And that's what I was saying, Bid for Love premieres on BET, uh, BET Plus. Uh, that uh, is done by uh, the author uh, and, uh, shall I say, the filmmaker, uh, Arthur Jordan Mohammed. You ever seen Carter Hyde a movie? I have. You seen it? Yeah. Arthur Jordan Mohammed. He's okay. the one that wrote that, you know. Okay. Talk. Yeah, also a neighbor of mine from back in the day. <laughs> I know everybody. Yeah. I see. Yeah, I see. yeah. So he lived around the corner from. <laughs> yeah. And I told you guys to listen, ladies too, to listen, ladies, specifically ladies, listen, listen in and listen well. Bid for love. Check it out. BET Plus. Lawana Patterson, another neighbor of mine. See, Lawana Patterson lived on one block. Arthur Jordan Muhammad lived on another block. I lived at the top of the block. And hey, you know, it was, you know, it, it, it's like what we say, it's hard to kill on my block. People wonder how I live with five shots. It's hard to kill on my block. That's what Pac said. But on my block, Golf Hill, Golden Trophy, Metalist, uh, Niblick, Divot, we all did what we did. And we all surviving because we wasn't shooting each other. We all loved each other. And still to this very day, we're making moves. And we're making moves. The moves we're making, we're moving up. We're moving forward. Not standing still, not going backward, not doing anything like that. So take a look at the North Dallas Gazette, the Dallas Examiner, the Dallas Examiner, the Racial Equity Plan Update. Take a look at that as well. Election workers slandered by Trump. Yeah, that's the one I was talking about. That's the one earlier that I was talking about. You know, uh, that I was saying that Ruby Freeman and Wandrea Ma uh, Moss, Shea Moss, uh, they were slandered. Not only were they slandered, they were slandered to the point where people were ready to kill them. Did you check that out, Gabe? Mm-mm. I did not. See, you, you get informed, Gabe, when you come to. You don't listen to the news till you come here because you know I'm going to tell you all about it. Read all about it in the Dallas Examiner. But let me break this down to you. Imagine you have a job. The job that you have is you helping people vote. So you're helping people vote in the state of Georgia. No crime in that. You're doing what you've been doing for years. You even have got your mother involved in that. You know, the people that help you vote and everything, tell you where to go at to vote at, you know, how to fill your, your, your not how to fill it out, but, you know, how to, they give you the, the ballot to have you do it and everything like that. They had to change that because some Republicans may be listening and they say, aha, we got them. You didn't get me. But anyway, this is what they did. What they did do was what they had been doing for years. They help you vote. They give you the ballot. They verify that you can vote. Yes, you can vote. This is your ballot. Go over there. Mark your ballot. Put it in there. Thank you. God bless you. Oh, let me give you one of these little stickers that say, I voted. Well, what ends up happening is the president of these United States, again, the only thing united about these states is the name, 
he says that these women are big con artists. He used other kind of names about them. And when he did that, people came out to get them. To the fact that she had to move, to the extent that she had to move, not the fact. The facts are she had to move. She's no longer working there. She doesn't give her telephone number out. When she's in public, she tries to keep a low profile. All because the president basically put a hit squad out on her. I know somebody's going to say, he didn't put a hit squad out on her. But when you tell people through your words and people try to kill you afterwards, that's pretty much like a hit squad. That's what happened. So that's what happened, folks. That's what happened locally. And how does it locally affect you? You got to read the newspaper. That's how it's happening locally. That's what we talked about openly. But everything circles back to what happens nationwide. Nationwide. What happens nationwide. We're going to play some more music. We got five. We're coming up on 5-11. I'm, I'm talking so fast. I'm going through the show so fast. I'm so pumped up about this information I have to share with you. It's not every day that I get the opportunity to be in a documentary. Normally, I'm the person that's helping write the press releases for it. Normally, I'm the person that's setting up meetings. But this time, I actually got behind the camera. And I get another movie credit. And I'm very excited about that. Because, you know, if you IMDB me, you know, that's where you look up for people for movie credits and everything. You know I already have one. Yeah. Texas Voodoo Zombies. <laughs> why are you laughing? That's dope. Gabe, why, why, why are you laughing, man? You don't have to no. laugh at me, man. No, no, no. no, no. Never that. Never no, that. No. Spielberg told me, man, just like you laughed. When I told mm -hmm. Spielberg that, I said, I'm going to be in a movie. Victor McGrathen asked me to do it because really I was really the casting director for mm -hmm. it. No, true story. I was originally a casting director for it. Victor McLaughlin said that, hey, look, uh, hey, uh, you want to be in a movie? I said, yeah, I want to yeah, be in a movie. So he wrote a part for me in a movie. Mm -hmm. I was called, a, I was a cheap preacher. And I, I happened to have Steven Spielberg's number. And I said, Steve, what do you think? He said, Ed, if you do this movie, Ed, if you do this movie, he looked at me. I knew it was serious because he said it three times. Because people are always serious when they tell you three times. He said, Ed, if you do this movie, you'll never work in Hollywood again. I said, I never worked in Hollywood before. <laughs> he said, that's my point. So I'm doing documentaries now. <laughs> Let's play some music. <laughs>
All right, there we go again. Gabe, what do you think about that, man? Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I like man, that. You a let lot. that flow a little bit with you talking like that, man. You since you got the mic and everything, man. You know, yeah, yeah. Thing. All right, man. Yeah. Do you? Yeah, say you like to do your thing, boy. Man, do your thing. <laughs> 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 you know, being on my show is fun. <laughs> oh yeah, we chilling, we chilling. Yeah, you say we come in like that, man. You know, hey, that's it, man. Play that in the background a little bit, man. Yeah, hit that a little bit. Yeah, hit that like you like to do it, man. Yeah, now talk, man. Yeah, yeah, okay. Hit that like that. Yeah, man, I'll match your voice like that. Yeah, <laughs> right, so try to match it like that, you know. All right, so what you yeah. think of the music, man? Yeah, I like this. Yeah, yeah. Now you got your voice deep, man. Yeah, man. I like this. You got to put the radio voice. You got the radio voice. I, I can't yeah. tell, man. You got you muted mine down a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I noticed you did yeah. that. I, I got to hear a little like that. I can do it. We're on the same level. We on the same level. Yeah, we on the same level. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, you got the echo there going on there, man. What's up? Hold on. Let me see. Let me see. Yeah. I'm a little closer to my mic though. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm closer to mine too. Yeah, we coming yeah, through the same. But you know, but that's why we playing our local music like that. We playing our local music. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you fixed it a little bit. You yeah. did something different. I just, yeah, I mean, I turn okay. the music down. All right. Know. So that's it. <laughs> so we have to play our local music. We want you to share this on Facebook, but also we want you to join the YouTube channel as well. They trying to black me out, man. I you, you seen it now. You seen it firsthand. Yeah. I'm a witness. You're a witness. I'm a you witness. You know, it ain't just me tripping and everything, you know. You know, it just ain't me tripping and everything. That ain't it at all. But, you know, that's what it is, you know. But this is where we at is that we are out trying to give information out that you can use. Because when I was on KHVM, that's what we did. Robert Ashley and myself. You know, we, we, we gave information that you can use, but, you know, now you got to hunt for it. So we, we make this one-stop shopping right now. I put all the black newspapers out. Every week I'm going to come back. I'm going to play the same script like this. I'm going to have to slow my roll, but I got so much information I want to give you. I can't. I can't. I can't. So that's what I'm doing, you know. I'm, 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 I'm trying to get all this information I can to give to you. And, uh, you know, normally what we do is we, we put in YouTube clips and everything, but this time we wanted to bring it locally, bring it locally, bring it locally to you by letting you, you know, know what's in the newspapers. We want you to also look at these newspapers, pick them up, read them, you know, pick up, up read the newspapers, go online. They all have a worldwide web presence. So, you know, go check it out. Subscribe to the emails. I receive emails again and again and again. Each week I receive emails. Emails a lot of times telling me to hype books up because, you know, they they know I read a lot. I read a, a book a week. I try to uh, uh, all the time. Uh, each each week I, I, I read at least a book. And this is one of the books that I'm reading. It is The Joy of the Disinherited by Kevin Dedner. Pick his book up right away. Pick it up. I'm going to have him call in as well. He was one of the gentlemen over at uh, the last book fair that we had. Uh, he was one of the gentlemen then that we had as well. And uh, this is this is where I picked his book up at. I picked his book up. He suggested that I buy it. I, buy, I bought it, you know. 
So, you know, you got to support people on this, you know, and, 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 and don't just try to do, you know, don't try to skim around it, you know, help a brother out. Myself, I know because I'm writing a book myself, you know, it's coming out next year. But this deal right here, this book right here, The Joy of the Disinherited, it's a, a book about trauma. Uh, could being black in America make you sick? So we, we're talking about that. And it definitely can be an engagement to your health. Being black in America can definitely do that. For many, many years, we've been through this crisis and this dilemma of being black in America and what it means. And what it means for a lot of people to be black in America is hazardous to your health. And we've experienced that since the first freedmen received their emancipation from their European-American captors. Now, you notice I, I flipped that. You know, I didn't say slaves. Not one time did I use the word slaves. And that's some of the things that we have to to uh, have to recognize and get beyond the word slavery. We have to go ahead and not forget about enslavement, but also realize there are other words that can be used to uh, articulate our presence in America. So therefore, I use the word freedman because freedman means just that. Go ahead and put that uh, sign up, brother, about the freedman. And we will go ahead and talk about the freedmen that created the community that we now know as 10th Street, which is located, well, I know this is Texas and everything, but, you know, Texas is Texas. It's located on 10th Street. Yeah, I said it. I mean, you know, I have to say that. Yep. I know that was a little sarcastic. But we, you, you do realize that Texas ranks, I believe, 46th in the country in education. Hmm. As much as we like to brag about Texas, we never brag about education. 46 out of 50. 46 out of 50. So Texas, it's a whole nother state. Hmm. And so there you go. You have that up now? That's yes, 9th sir. Street. That's the Freedman's, uh, uh, Freedman's uh, Historical District located on 10th Street. But on 9th Street, which is obviously next to 10th Street, which is obviously next to 8th Street. You, you, why are you laughing, man? Just gave me, bad, you know what I'm saying? Gave me tripping, man. But this is the deal. This is the deal. I, you know, Oak Cliff, this is my hood. You from Oak Cliff, Gate? I'm not. Where you from? I'm, I'm originally from St. Louis. So from St. Louis, from okay. From, from the U. Yes, sir. University City. Okay. <laughs> I'm from the east side. Yeah, okay. Oh, East St. Louis. Yeah. Okay, where well, they had the big riot at the be beginning of the last century. Yes, sir. Did they tell you about that? They did. All right, they see, did. that's what I'm talking about. See, Gabe knows his history in East St. Louis, also the home of Miles Davis, if I'm not mistaken. That's correct. So, therefore, yeah, see, I'm dropping this knowledge, and now y'all know and I know because Gabe knows. But, you know, this is what we're doing. We, this is why we're doing it, by saying it's in a book. So it's in a book. So one of the things that's in a book is that the emancipation, after the Emancipation Proclamation, Juneteenth, which was uh, done in 1865, and then, as Opal so eloquently stated, about Juneteenth being a national holiday, the Freedmen's, they, they left Dallas, which was on the other side of the Trinity River. Check this out. On the other side of the Trinity River, but they wanted to be away from downtown Dallas, which was 
theoretically all of Dallas, so they went to the outskirts of Dallas to be amongst themselves. So they settled on the Trinity River bottoms because that's the only land that they allowed Negroes at that time to be at on the Trinity River bottoms. Now, what's wrong with the Trinity River bottoms? Nothing until it rains. Then when it rains, what happens? It floods out. That's like being in Mississippi on the Mississippi River bottoms. You don't want the Mississippi River to flood. You don't want the Trinity River to flood. You don't want no river to flood if you're on a place called the bottoms. But in the bottoms of the, the Trinity River, we, that's where we settled, and that's where we had the 10th Street District. In the 10th Street District, uh, amongst that district, we had the largest influx of churches in Dallas. They said they had more churches in that area than any place else. Brother, go ahead and put up that marker sign so the people can see that. Yes, so this is what we're talking about, the 10th Street District. The 10th Street District is also the, the home place of several people that we, you know, we, we, don't, we don't think about. Uh, oftentimes because, well, they passed on. Uh, blind Lemon, uh, uh, Lemon, I, I, the Blind Lemon, I can't think of his name now, right now, just, it just escaped my mind, please forgive me on that. But I'll go ahead and put it in the comments later. But uh, also, uh, we had this uh, deal where we used to write the blues in Dallas. It was written in Deep Ellum and it was also written on 10th Street. Any place where you had black people at, that's where you had the blues. That's where you had the blues. Rayford Johnson, who won a gold medal in the 1956 Olympics, is from 10th Street. And he just recently passed. He also played a part uh, in several movies in Hollywood. And he became an esteemed humanitarian by giving away lots of uh, food throughout the world, not not just in North Texas, but throughout the world. He was also uh, present at the assassination of Robert Kennedy. He was one of his bodyguards uh, in the hotel, the Ambassador Hotel in uh, Los Angeles. Rayford Johnson was was uh, from that area. And also, also we also realized that, hey, check it out, we mentioned his name earlier. We mentioned his name early. Shucky Ducky is from that area as well. That's the area uh, where Roosevelt High School is at now. So we, we realize that as well. So that's the, the 10th Street Historical District. It's, it's, it's few others right now uh, uh, that, that come to mind. Kevin Williams uh, played football for the Dallas Cowboys, K-Dub. He was from uh, the 10th Street area as well. So we, we have these uh, individuals that are there, and we also have the blues that was prevalent in that area. And, but we also have Greater L. Bethel, Greater L. Bethel Missionary Baptist Church that's there as well. And that is where they had a historical marker that was placed up today. So they had that marker that was placed up today. Greater L. Bethel was founded by emancipated Africans. Notice, I didn't say slaves. That's where we got to change the, the, the narrative. We always say slaves founded that. No. No, emancipated Africans. That means free Africans. We were not considered Americans until the Constitution made us Americans. 
So if you want to technically go back to this and drop this knowledge like it's hot, that means if you can trace your family history back to Africa, all you need to do is find what? An African. And you find an African, you find him in America, then what? If he wasn't a citizen of the United States until 1866, or they're, they're in, thereafter, then that means he was an African. So therefore, anybody that in your family that was born before 1865 would be what? They wouldn't be considered American. They would be considered African. They would be considered a enslaved African or a captive African in a place called the United States of America. A place that which I said before the only thing united about that is the name because if you look at the United States of America some states were slave, some states were free. So therefore the only thing traditionally about these United States of America was the name these United States of America. So Greater El Bethel Missionary Baptist Church was founded by emancipated Africans who were African, who did not become American until the Constitution made them American. Go figure. Go figure how that works out. Check it out. It wasn't until the 1920s that indigenous Americans were citizens of the United States. Indians were never citizens of the United States until 100 years ago. I know some people that were born in these United States that were here before the Indians became citizens in their own country. That just goes to show you that this history that we're dealing with in the United States is very new. So emancipated Africans settled that. Emancipated Africans, thus the name freedmen. Because we didn't know what to call ourselves because we're still in the condition of not knowing what to call ourselves. We call it Black History Month, but yet we call ourselves African Americans. We have some people so tied up, they confuse. We call ourselves black one minute, African Americans the next minute, but when we call our homeboy, what we call them? You know what the word is. I can't say it. It's the N word. I can't say it. I can't say it. But you know what I can say is that Greater El Bethel Missionary Baptist Church was here through all the floods, the hot weather, the snowstorms, the ice storms, and like Dr. Mario Angelou said, still I rise greater El Bethel, still is rising. So I drove past there today on my way back from the documentary, on my way back from the African American Museum, on my way to you to drop this knowledge because it's hot. And that's the reason why I've just been rolling like this because I have, have all this in my mind. So it's like so much trouble on my mind, <laughs> refuse to lose. So that's what, that's what this is about, you know. And as we get ready to come to a close, we're going to play that music, you know, that drop, and then we get ready to go to a close, and we're going to tell you what's happening for next week. Hit it, Gabe.
Hey, this is Cheryl Smith, and when I'm looking for news and information, I tune in to The Commish on Saturdays. I got so much trouble on my mind, refuse to lose. Here's your ticket, cause the drama get wicked. The clue to you to push the back to black attack, so I stack and tap and slack the mac. Now I'm ready to mic it. All right, back again, back again. You know, this is uh, this has been a, a heck of an experience this week. You know, checking out everything that's been going on, and I was uh, checking out how things are going on in the United States of America. As I say before, the only thing united is the name, and I'm, I'm troubled. I am so troubled by this whole thing. Uh, Supreme Court decisions that are made, um, policemen scared to go into a place when they got guns, <laughs> kids crying out for help saying, policemen, can you help me? Gasoline Carlson so much you have to get a loan. Still the economy's going down. <clears throat> I'm all choked up behind this, folks. Texas Republicans now saying among the things they want to do is succeed from the union again. How many times are they going to succeed from the union? Didn't they try that once? What happened last time they succeeded from the union? Didn't work out too well. But they say they want to do it again. Texas Republicans saying that they don't recognize President Biden as the legitimate president of the United States. Who the hell they recognize? You know who they recognize. And if we ain't too careful, I want to make sure you understand that. If we ain't too careful, you're going to get back in there again. Despite the fact that the following took place this week, the Department of Justice said that they took an investigation of the the election and they couldn't find no wrongdoing. Despite the fact that Ivanka Trump said that she believed her father lost. Despite the fact that the Attorney General, the head of the Justice Department, said that this, this election nonsense that the President was saying was bullshit. That's his exact word. <coughs> Despite the fact that they had an insurrection Pardon me while I coughed. 
that if it was black people that did that insurrection, you would still be counting how many black people were dead on the Capitol Hill steps. All that to be said, that there's going to be the fire the next time. That's what James Baldwin had wrote so many years ago. He said be the fire the next time. These folks are not going to stop doing what they're doing, folks. They have the evidence that clearly states that this was not a fraudulent election, that Trump lost, that Joseph Biden won, but we are at a point that some people have lost touch with reality. They've lost it. Or they just don't give a damn. I like to believe they just don't give a damn. I don't think they lost touch with reality at all. They know it. But the problem is, you know it too, but you got to do something about it as well. That's why we want you to obviously share this out to people. Go to these meetings that they have, in which they determine on a local level. That's the reason why we've been reading all the local newspapers, so you'll know what's going on. That's the reason why we had candidates in here that were running for local office, because they're the ones that can control what happens here locally. They're the ones that can determine on a local level how we vote, when we vote, how many days we have for voting, some of the things they they uh, have proposed and have started doing as well is that, that on a hot day like this, on a runoff, you can't give nobody you can't give nobody some water in line. If you give somebody water in line, that's a crime. You can go to jail for that. You give somebody bottled water, you can go to jail for that. Some of the things that they're doing is they redistricting people like they redistricting congressmen in uh, Florida. Florida lost a, a congressman this past year because the governor of Florida decided to go ahead and redistrict him out of office. Pre-clearance, the thing that they talk about, the Voting Rights Act, where they said that these areas of the United States have to be governed differently because they don't allow black folks to vote. Well, how the hell are you, you, you going to try to say you can get over that? When you take a district in which black people were at and then you split it up in 15 different ways and then the black congressman that was there and he had a district no longer has a district. That's the same way they did Dallas, Fort Worth. We're supposed to get another congressional district and people were like, hey, we're going to get another congressional district. We're going to get another congressional district. 
Yeah, we're going to have a third black uh, congressional district here. We're going to have Eddie Benice Johnson's district. We're going to have Mark Vesey's district. We're going to have another district. Well, now you don't have that. You have Jasmine Crockett, who will have Eddie Benice Johnson's district. You have Mark Vesey, who will have that district. Of course, Colin already has one as well, so let me leave, leave him as, as well. So we're supposed to have another one. But the other one that we were supposed to pick up, because we're already at Collin, that's not a new one. But we don't have that pickup district. Go figure. It'll get worse in 2024 if is the, the evil empire returns. What's it? What's that? The Star Wars deal? What is that? Return of the Jedi? What, what is that? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so, you know, hey, that's, that's what's going to end up happening. We've got to get out and vote. We have to be woke. But when you woke, you got to do something about it. You can't just say, I'm woke and say, oh, I like this. Oh, I like this on Facebook. Let me go see what else is going on. And then you don't do anything about it. That's what we have to do. We have to do this 25-8. Not 24-7, but 25-8. Find another day. Find another hour to make it happen. Because we're behind and we're going to continue to be behind if we play at the rate that we're playing. Two sisters this past week testified in the United States Congress that the president slandered their name. Yeah, that's what it did. Think I'm lying? Pick up your Dallas Examiner. Right there. Election workers slandered by a truck. We got to get information. Black women got to lead the march when black women are slandered. We with you, brothers with you, some of the brothers with you, not all of them, you know it and I know it too, but at least the strong ones there. But we got to wake up, we got to do something about this, and part of Doing something about it is, is sharing this word out, getting this word out. We need to do that. We also have a, on a scroll above us, uh, we have a cash app. Uh, we support this station and we support the, this airtime through donations from people like you. It's Great Vision 2020 to donate. So please consider doing that. But most of all, we want you to be aware. And as we say about the drummer, we need a drum major for justice. 
But once we find a drum major for justice, we need you out there doing something with the drum major. Let's play that music and we're out, man.